Ruchem and welcome everyone <coughs> to our special Wednesday night program. Uh, tonight we are on a little bit of a different venue. So let me explain. Re- uh, every Wednesday night we have our shir and our series of shir on, on Wednesday evenings is graciously sponsored by Dr. Zakheim Umishpachta Le'ilei Nishmas Reb Shleima Eliezer Ben Rav Yaakov Zakheim Neshama Shehaven Aliyah Shemnei El for their whole family, Abiyas Gal Tzedek and Le'ilei Nishmas, her mother, Rivka Bas Tuvya, Nishmasa Teheid Surah B'Tzvar HaChaim. And tonight, our Wednesday night shir is being <coughs> hosted by um, Chazak Live. Um, tonight, I have the great schuss to travel to England, Psiata Deshmaya, so um, this is going to be streaming live, and I want to thank Chazak for all of their efforts. Actually, they now have a 36-hour charity campaign to try to register uh, children who are in public school and yeshivas, whatever you could do to help out. Chazak, Tavay Aleichem, Bracha. And tonight's venue um, on Chazak Live is uh, sponsored by Chickens for Shabbos, which is an amazing organization dedicated to feeding those who need it most, to Agunois, Grushois, to families of Malamdin. You could go to the Yadaliyazer website, click the icon for Agunos, Grushos, and Malamdim, and whatever you could do to help out your brothers and sisters, the children of Kal Yisrael, then the Yivan should give everyone nachas from their families and their children. So we're continuing a very interesting series. <clears throat> the series is about the great philanthropist, Baal Tzedakah, the great activist of Hatzalas Yisrael, Sir Moses Montefiore, who lived an extraordinarily a long life. He lived over 100 years old, which in the 19th century, 18th century, was uh, unheard of. And he was a very tall man, and a man of giant and noble spirit. And <clears throat> in Pashirim, we discussed uh, some of his adventures, traveling to Damascus to try to quiet the blood libels, which he was successful in doing. And <clears throat> today we continue... Um, in this subject, uh, we learned what Rav Chaim Falaji wrote about uh, Sir Moses Montefiore in his Sefer, Durach of Lamoisha. And let me tell you about one other instance, an amazing instance of his Hatzalas Nefashas. In the 1860s, in 1864, the head of the Reformed Temple in Bucharest, named Julius Barash, was Malshin on one of the great all time Rabbanim. Rav Meir Leibish ben Yechiel Michal, the Malbim. <clears throat> now I'll tell you something. The Malbim is an achroin that some say have, has a kayach of a rishoin. The briskers say that <clears throat> there are three achroinim that have the kayach of a rishoin. The Gra, the Lengayin, Reb Chaim Brisker, and the Malbim. And the Chavetz Chaim gives the Malbim as an example of a god of Yisrael that nobody's on his level. I had this chus to be at the Matseva of the Malbum in Babiyar. On, uh, miraculously, on my birthday, I uh, somehow ended up over there. Um, and in 1864, the Malbum always um, was an antagonist to the Reform movement. And the head of uh, the Reform Temple in Bucharest was Malshin on the Malbum, that he was uh, a member of the Prussian Empire and he was spying on Romania for the benefit of Germany. Moreover, 
uh, he he sent word that the Malbim in his commentary to Yeshaya is mocking the Christian religion, and immediately, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Zohar, in the year 1864, they come to the house of the Malbim, they bang down his door, they tie him up in chains in, treme- in, chains in tremendous achzarius, and they put him in a criminal jail where they put murderers and the worst criminals and they establish him for court-martial for um, being disloyal to the empire. And the psaktin immediately was the Achaz Domay Lahamos. The Malbum was going to be executed. And the faithful adherents of the Malbum in Bucharest, when they heard about this, they tried to protest. And the police came and they beat the protesters. So some Jews were sent to beg the great Rebbe, the Sadigera Rebbe, who was a, a great admirer of the Malbum. And when they came to his house, they already found that this great Rebbe, who had Ruach HaKodesh, he knew exactly the predicament of the Malbum, and he was already saying, Perak Ayin Hei of Tehillim, V'chol Karnei Rishoam Agadea Tereimamna Karnei Sadik. And the Sadigera Rebbe <coughs> immediately contacted none other than Sir Moses Montefiore. And he, uh, Sir Moses Montefiore, immediately contacted his people in Maldeva, and through his uh, interceding on behalf of the Malbum, Sir Moses Montefiore was able to rescue the Malbum from jail on one condition. The Malbum had to leave the country immediately within 24 hours. And embarrassingly, they put the Malbum on a train with cow manure, and they embarrassed him. But Sir Moses Montefiore was successful in saving the life of the Malbum. Now, this was in the 1860s, and I will tell you a personal um, piece of information. My grandfather, Harav Mordechai Gladstein, his grandfather, whose name was also Harav Mordechai Gladstein, was the Rav in the city of Lynchitz, where the Malbum went. And it was the, in this city the Malbum had some respite, where he wrote many of his svarim that he did not have the peace of mind to write elsewhere in the city of Lynchitz in the 1860s. Now, <clears throat> one of the great ambitions of Sir Moses Montefiore was to build up Yushalayim. In fact, he consulted with Rav Shmuel Salant back in the time in the 19th century. If you were to look at the walls of the old city of Jerusalem, you would see just desolation and barren area and really nothing there. And the Jews needed Parnassah, they needed livelihood. And Sir Moses Montefiore uh, built the first neighborhood outside of the walls of Yishalayim, Mishkenos, Hashananim, and also Yemin Moshe. That's the iconic uh, windmill that was built by Sir Moses Montefiore, which actually was not very successful. It did not work for long. It had very uh, particular parts that when it broke, it was very difficult to replace. Be it as it may, a friend of Sir Moses Montefiore once visited him. And in his visit he asked, Sir Moses, why is it that you're, you're so fixated on the land of Israel? Why are you so focused, uh, almost to the exclusion of everything else? Why is this so important to you? And Sir Moses Montefiore said, you know, actually I'll tell you the truth, nobody ever asked me this question before. And I want to give you a personal, I'm going to tell you something very personal. He says, look at my ring. On my signet ring, we have the words, Koine HaKoyl. God owns everything. Which, by the way, 
by itself is very moving that someone of his caliber of wealth, his motto was, nothing belonged to him. God Almighty was koine akol. That was the motto of the tzaddik, Sir Moses Montefiore. And he said, let me explain to you why I have this motto on my ring. He said, one Motsoi Shabbos, me and my wife Judith, it was after Havdalah, and we were singing the Zemer, Eliyahu Hanavi, Eliyahu HaTishbi. By the way, I don't think, uh, I don't know for sure, I don't think he used that particular niggin, but, um, and they were thinking about Eliyahu Hanavi and how wonderful it would be to actually walk the streets and roam the mountains where Eliyahu Hanavi lived in Israel, in the Carmel. And <clears throat> I promised my wife Judith that I would take her to the Holy Land. That night, says Sir Moses Montefiore, I had a dream, and I saw a majestic old man with a flowing white beard, and he appeared to me in the image of none other than Eliyahu Anavi. And all he did was he pointed toward Israel, and he said, Koinea Koil! And I woke up. And I went back to sleep. And again, this old man, and the guy is dressing up as Eliyahu He says the words, pointed toward Israel. And then again, another dream. And I had this repeated dream from Eliyahu to go to Israel. And that's what I did. As we know, Sir Moses Montefiore risked his life. He went to travel to Israel in the 19th century seven times. And I want to show you something amazing. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. I'm going to show you. The actual signet ring of Sir Moses Montefiore. Say what? Gladstein, how do you have his ring? Well, I don't have the actual artifact. But my dear friend, Rabbi Moshe Bamberger, in one of his wonderful works called Great Jewish Treasures, uh, he has an entry on Sir Moses Montefiore. And amazingly, the entry on Sir Moses Montefiore is his death certificate, which is pretty amazing because with all that uh, wealth and all that prestige, when somebody leaves this world, doesn't take anything with him. But besides that, there's the seal of Sir Moses Montefiore, and uh, as we mentioned, the inscription that he wore on his ring was none other than Vekoine Hakoel. Interestingly, when Sir Moses Montefiore met Rav Hillel, Rav Hillel of Shklov was the founder of the the first Jewish settlement, Ashkenazic settlement in Yerushalayim. He was the Rosh Bezdin and the Nasi of the Prushim in Yerushalayim. Rav Hillel told him that his name is alluded to in the Pasuk, Ura'eh Betuv Yerushalayim. Betuv Yerushalayim is Gematria, Moshe ben Yosef Eliyahu. That was his name. Moshe ben Yosef Eliyahu. <coughs> and um, this Rav Hillel told Sir Moses Montefiore was teaching him two lessons. Number one, <clears throat> that he should always act on behalf of the welfare of Yerushalayim. He should always act 
to do good to Yerushalayim, to be native to Yerushalayim. And secondly, he should always endeavor and strive to see the goodness of Yerushalayim. Now, on one occasion when Sir Moses Montefiore was in uh, Jerusalem, he did something that <coughs> reports are nobody had ever done something like this since the Chorben Beis HaMikdash. And there's actually some debate whether um, in the in the Torah journal Shoimer Tzion Hanaman uh, there is a report about other Jews who um, did this as well, but Sir Moses Montefiore did something that we today maintain that it is prohibited and we're not allowed to do. He actually went up to the Har Habayis. He went to the Temple Mount. Here, the most prestigious and <coughs> notable Jew in the Jewish uh, nation went up to the Har Habayis. And the reason no one did that, it was illegal. The um, the, the Arabs in Jerusalem uh, never allowed anyone to go up there. It was considered sacrilegious for anybody to be allowed to go up there <coughs> other than from their people. And Sir Moses Montefiore, he in fact um, traveled up to the Temple Mount and walked there. And this was something that really raised the ire of the Chachamim and they were very angry at him. They actually warned him not to go. And in fact, the story goes that Rabbi Shmuel Salant reprimanded Sir Moses Montefiore vehemently because he told him, um, most Paiskim say that it's an Isser Kares to go up there. In fact, the son of the Nasivas Hamishbat, Rabbi Yosef Moshe of Lisa, the son of the Baal Nasivas Chavaz Das, he took a shoifar and he blew it and he put Sir Moses Montefiore in Cherem. <coughs> and the aftermath was that Sir Moses Montefiore came together with his Rav to Rav Shmuel Salant and to the Rabbonim in Yerushalayim and he excused himself. He says he didn't know that you're not allowed to go. He thought it was illegal to go. He thought the Arabs don't let us go, and therefore no Jews are allowed to go. But because of his power, he was able to pay off enough people, and they allowed him to go. But he didn't realize that halachically it is prohibited. He uh, thought that the Ravid is of the opinion, in contradistinction to the Rambam, that there is no Israkaris to go to the Harabayas today. And there seemed to have been a custom... um, quoted by the Me'iri, that the Minog was to be lenient based on the Ravid, and he didn't know that the Chachme Yisrael had Paskin like the Rabbam. And Rav Shmuel of Salant told him that he should not worry, and don't pay attention to the Cherem of Rabbi Yosef Moshe of Lisa. His Cherem is no more than, there's an expression, Charomoy Shalyam, standing for Yosef Moshe. We don't value his um, Cherem, <clears throat> he was a uh, Kanoi. And this is actually quoted in Shalsu Chuvas Tzitzaliezer, Chelak Yod, Simen Aleph, Ois, Beis. And that Rav Shmuel Salant did reprimand uh, Moses Montefiore. And 
when Montefiore came to him, he, Montefiore broke down crying. He said, I didn't know it was an Isra Dairaisa. I thought it was only the Arabs who don't let us go. And uh, Rav Shmuel Salant and Rav Meir Arbach, they uh, had to quiet the uh, Prushim down because they, they, the Prushim wanted to join the bandwagon of Rabbi Yosef Moshe of Lisa's Achiram against Moses Montefiore. Now, Rabbi Vadya Yosef, in the Shalsachus, Yabi Oimer Chelek, Hei Simen Chavzayin, he refers to this episode where Moses Montefiore was put in Cherem, and he calls Moses Montefiore the Tsar, the Tzaddik, the Rav Pa'olem. Now, says Rabbi Vadya Yosef, when the rabbis took off the cherem from Moses Montefiore, they were in no way endorsing what he did. No, they still maintained he was wrong for going. Their kavana was not that he, it was okay for him to go. No, we paskin like the Ramam, the Rosh and Roif Poiskim. But what they were saying is that he's not chayiv to be in cherem. Why? So Ravadi goes through a number of possibilities. Be'arichos, kedarkoi, ba'koidesh, number one, because Moses Montefiore was a shoigeg. He didn't know. And when someone violates an Avera B'Shoigeg, then we can remove their Cherem. And Rav Avadya brings many Rayos. Even though he brings from <coughs> a Sanhedrin Chavavam Abayz that um, we, will put some, we will sometimes put um, someone in Cherem if they violate an Avera B'Shoigeg, that's a Shoigeg which is not a complete shagig. It has an element of meza to it. Secondly, says Rabbi Vadya, we find in Sachem, the Gimel that they did not put Taidais from Rome in Cherem because he financed Tamidei Chachamim. So from here we see that if somebody is needed um, and someone supports the Jewish people, we are willing to be more lenient in terms of not putting them in Cherem. Certainly, says Ravadi, Moses Montefiore was an Adam Chash of Ma'id, and he saved Klaus on countless occasions. And if you want to see his greatness, look in Drashas, Hagoin, Rishan, Lusian, Rabbifal, Meir, Fanazel, and the Sefer Leiv Mar- Marpe. <clears throat> Upon Moses Montefiore's 100th birthday. And th- so, therefore, that's another reason why we would be lenient regarding his Cherem. And finally, in uh, a third reason, is that even though we paskin, you're not allowed to go to the Harabayas, there is a shita of the Ravid that you're allowed to go. And even though that shita is not accepted, lahalacha, nevertheless, in deference to the Ravid, we can uh, take him out of the Cherem, even though Rabbi Vadya does not like that last answer, and he prefers to say that the reason why the Cherem was not effective is because Sir Moses Montefiore was a Shoyeg. But Rabbi Vadya says, he remembers <clears throat> that in his youth he heard that Sir Moses Montefiore never went on to the Harabayas. He was carried in a box. And even though the floor of the Harabayas protrudes Kedusha all the way down to the ground, down to the Tahaim, but the airspace loy Kadesh, and therefore he never did anything wrong in the first place, and he did not deserve to be in Cherem. Legend has it, that the next Shabbos, Moses Montefiore got Aliyah, and he made a Mishaberach for all the Rabbanim who tried and wanted to put him in Cherem. And this is uh, just a demonstration on his Midois uh, Toivois and his Ruach uh, Nadiva and his admirable character that he did not bear a grudge and he acted um, for the be- 
benefit of the Jewish people, and he did not try. He was not trying to stir controversy. Now, um, I have over here a story from the Sefer Kesser Shem Tov, where he brings uh, incredible practice of <coughs> Moses Montefiore. I want to thank my friend Daniel Weinstein for sending this to me, and that is. Uh, Moses Montefiore had a custom. He had a little book in his right pocket. He would take out sometimes and record some information, and he had a book in his left pocket. And when asked, what is it What is it that he's recording, he would say, when he does a mitzvah, when he does a good deed, an act of charity, he records it in the book in his right side. When he accidentally does an avera, or he says something improper, he records it on his left side. And in the last month of the year, just like businessmen, in December, they take an inventory of their business, of their stock, of their uh, finances to see whether they're in the green or in the, they're in the red. I likewise do that in the last month of the year, in the month of Elul. If I see that there's more information written in the book on the right side than the book on the left side, then I'm happy and I know HaKadosh Baruch Hu will write me in the Sefer HaChayim. What an incredible practice. This was a man whose entire life he made Cheshvan HaNefesh. He lived with Cheshvan HaNefesh. And there's no wonder that he lived to be La'arichas Yomim V'Shanim. Now, there is a uh, very interesting discussion in the Igoris Moshe, Chela Gimel, Simon Kufnon Gimel, and this is something we spoke about in the past at length, and we went through this Igoris Moshe. Likewise, we spoke at length about the episode of Moses Montefiore going to the Harabayas, but this Chuba was written to Ramosha in 1978 when there were people who wanted to move the bones of Sir Moses Montefiore and his wife Judith from Ramsgate to uh, Eretz Yisrael. And Ramosha was asked his opinion and he said, it's Osir. Firstly, you're not allowed to <coughs> exhume bones and move them. It's an Isser of Nivel Hames. Now, you might say, well, if you're moving them to Eretz Yisrael, then you're allowed to. So firstly, says Rav Moshe Feinstein, it's Pashat. That's only if the children want to move the bones of a parent. But not uh, the Jewish people can't just move people's bones for their benefit, even if they're doing it for the benefit of the mace. And the re- one of the reasons is, says Rav Moshe Feinstein, that... It's, it would be considered being mevaze the Chachme Yisrael to move the bones of Sir Moses Montefiore. Why are you moving his bones? Why are you only worried about Sir Moses Montefiore? Why not the Chassam Soifer? Why not Rabbi Kiva Eger? Why not the Marame Rotenberg? Why not the Arzarua? What about all the Rishonim and Achroinim, Ashkenazim and Sfardim? Because as great as Moses Montefiore was, there are Rabbi Seinu, whether Go'ine Ashkenaz or Go'ine Sfard, and to leave all the great rabbis laying in Europe and to Dafka remove Sir Moses Montefiore, it is Osir. It is a bezayon for all the great rabbis of the Jewish people. That despite all the Herculean efforts of Sir Moses Montefiore, and we're indebted to him, and we love him, and we admire him. But even greater is our love for the Chachme Yisrael. And to move him and to leave the Rabbanim behind, that is not correct. So I believe this is also a very important hashkafa, just to have a recognition and understanding where 
the great people in Kali Yisrael rank that, yes, people who saved lives and people who benefited us are worthy of our greatest admiration. Nevertheless, the highest level in the totem palm of the Jewish people are the Ga'oyne v'chachmei hadoyos. Now, Moses Montefiore once had a uh, some type of debate with uh, a priest who was saying, you know, it's, why should the Jewish people have the same rights as the the Christians in uh, England? In fact, the Jewish people, when they die, they're buried in shrouds, they're buried in uh, shmatas, we're buried dignified, we're buried in a tuxedo, and we take our fancy cane with us, and some of our objects with us. And Sir Moses Montefiore said, look, when someone goes <coughs> on a very far away trip, and they're never going to return, yeah, they bring their best clothing with them, and all their best valuables, because they're never coming back. But if someone's just going away for the night, all they need is a pair of pajamas. Well, they don't need to bring their silver, silver candelabra with them. It's just a schlep for no reason. Says Sir Moses Montefiore, you guys, when you die, that's the end of you. You ain't coming back. So you better bring everything with you because you'll never come back to retrieve it. But we, Klal Yisrael, B'nai Kel Chai, we're coming right back. It's not a long time. Go up to Shemayim and then Tchiyas HaMesim. So we don't need to bring our stuff with us. We put on our pajamas because we're coming right back. And uh, we come back better than ever. So if anything, our rights should be on an even higher pedestal. Rabbi Berowine, in his entry to uh, Sir Moses Montefiore, brings a famous legend that it is said in the basement of his palatial home, he kept a coffin, and every night before he'd go to sleep, he'd put on his shrouds and lie in them for a while, and he said this was a good practice to help him eliminate arrogance. Now, we don't know whether this legend is true or not, but it definitely characterizes how he was regarded and what type of person Klal Yisrael maintains him as. And now we understand somebody who lived every moment with Cheshbon Hanefesh, thinking about Olam Haba, thinking about taking his eternal packages with him. Like the Rush writes in the in the Archas Chaim and the Rush in Islam and Beis, there are two things one always has to think about. The Yom Hamisa, the day of death, and to bring always, um, to always be preparing eternal suitcases. Now I want to read to you from the personal diary of Sir Moses Montefiore and Judith Cohen Montefiore about how his uh, last moments in this world were spent, what they looked like, and again, this will give us a very clear picture of what kind of individual this was. This is on page 340 in the diaries of Sir Moses and Lady Montefiore. Day after day, whenever I saw him, he would say, Have I anything more to do? If so, let me do it. If there is any check to be written for charitable purposes, tell me and I will sign it the moment I am able. That's what he thought about in his last days. What more could he do for the Jewish people? What more charity could he give? On being assured that I would not hesitate to remind him but that up to the present he had discharged all his self-imposed obligations in connection with the benevolent institutions, he raised his hand saying, Thank God for having enabled me to do so. Relatives, 
and friends now arrived. The gentlemen of the college, the ministers of the synagogues, and several members of the congregation were in the room. All his faithful attendants entered to take leave of their good master. Mr. Joseph Seabag Montefiore, Mrs. Guadala, Mr. Guadala, and the writer were also at his bedside. We recited part of the daily morning service. Eloikai, my God. Nishama shenasata bi The soul that you placed in me is pure. Atavarasa, atayatsarta, atanafakta bi. You created it, you formed it, you breathed it into me. Viata mishamra bi You preserve it within me. Viata asid litla mimeni. And you are destined to take it from me? and return it to me in the future. So long as my soul is within me, I thank you, Almighty, my God and the God of my forefathers. Master of all creation. Lord of the souls. And then we said the following with Sir Moses Montefiore. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. His soul left saying the word Echad. With the last word his soul took flight to heaven. The heart which beat so warmly for, for all that is good and noble had stopped forever. Serene calmness, peace, heavenly peace lay upon his countenance lit up by the glorious sunset of a life illuminated by the love of God. We all responded, Hashem Nasan v'Hashem Lakach v'Hishem Adonai Mevayrach Me'atav Yarelam. All present tore their garments and they said, Praised be the name of Him who is a righteous judge. This was the life of Sir Moses Montefiore. As we said, <coughs> his name is Gematria, Ure'eh, the Tuv Yerushalayim. Tuv Yerushalayim, Gematria, Moshe ben Yosef Eliyahu. A man who saved the Jews of Damascus, Morocco, saved Gedalia Yisrael like the Malbim, built up Eretz Yisrael, Yemin Moshe, Mishkanois Hashananim. He built Kever Rachel. Kever Rachel was built by Moses Montefiore. Who can describe his greatness in just a, a few shiurim? He was so admired by Gedal Yisrael that Rabbi Chaim Falaji wrote an entire sefer about him. So we are forever indebted to this great benefactor of the Jewish people and his life continues to serve as an inspiration that we make use of the time the Rebbe Hashem gives us here on this world. Kozman Shahanoshama Bekerbi Maida Ani Lefanecha want to thank the Zakheim family for sponsoring the Wednesday night uh, a series of Shiurim. And we thank Chazak for hosting tonight's venue, streaming live on Chazak, whatever you could do to help them out. Tavay Aleichem Bracha. And of course, <coughs> this particular event is sponsored by Chickens for Shabbos. Please go to the Ad Eliezer website and there's a special icon for Agunas, Grushas, and Malamdim. And... That's what our life is. Whatever we could do to help our brothers and sisters, that is what we take with us forever and ever. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing everyone bracha v'hatzlacha and be'ezus Hashem. 
this coming Sunday. We are uh, we look forward to having this chus to be in Ramsgate at the kever of Sir Moses Montefiore, and uh, may all our tefillas be nesgabel bracha v'haslacha.